Death Before Booze may discuss controversial or sensitive topics and is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to episode 10. <laughs> Don't you just love our like intro music? I still get chills when we I, listen to it. It's like I love sick. the intro music. It's great. And then we do some BS like blah, blah, blah when it comes <laughs> on. So they're like, they're like it's too like, intense for that. It is December. We're in the last month of 2023. Um, We've been doing this for two months. This is amazing. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. Who would have thought we'd have it. the attention span for this for two months? <laughs> I'm pretty proud of us. I Listen, <laughs> we stuck with it. People are sticking with us. That's awesome. I'm okay with that. So, Do you have any goals for this holiday, Christmas? So like right now I'm kind of thinking like for a hot, like, I want to specifically go and drive around and find like Christmas houses, but yes. like the obnoxious Christmas houses, like you know, those are always that, like, the best. They like, are I where there's just those. like a ton of like the blow ups and like two actual yes. lights, and they're just like, okay, we decorated. Like I <laughs> love those, and I love when they have a theme. So like if they're like all the minions in the front lawn, yeah, that's oh my god. That's true. Yeah. I love the like driving around for Christmas lights is like my favorite thing. That's I love it. Okay, this is a hot take, but my friend and I were talking about this a while ago. There has to be a time when you you have to take down the lights. Not, like it doesn't have to be January, but it should be. You know there there Before needs Easter. to be. A, yeah, there should be like a time because there's some people that you're like, okay, those snowflake lights, it is not snowflake time anymore. So I don't know. I guess I'm just like OCD with that. So I just, although I also am the person who takes down my Christmas stuff like the day after Christmas because I'm like, I just need to clean this up and be done. So, so like in my family, we usually keep up the Christmas stuff until little Christmas, which I'm pretty sure is right. like January 6th or 10th or something yes. like that. Most people um, do that. So, I, but I do understand you wanting to get rid of it. Like, okay, the holiday's over. I've been looking at this shit for a whole month. I'm over it. Like, I get it. How, what is your take on, so the new thing with Christmas lights is not actual Christmas lights, but like built-in lights on the house. Have you seen this trend? It's big I in like California like... and Colorado and all that, where you can just change the, like the lights are almost permanently set in your house yes. and you can change the colors for each thing. Now- does that bug you? No. I think it's, it's a just matter the actual of, like icicle lights being up until like, you know. Like when when Santa's still hanging out in February, like I think that he needs he should be on vacation. And again, this is coming from the person who puts their stuff away like within a week after because I need my space back, but um but I get it. Like people I love looking at the lights, so if people have the clear lights all year round, it's okay. I would have Halloween lights all year round if I could, but, you know. <laughs> Who's stopping you? You have adult it, money. Just do it. That is I true. Oh, I have coffee. <laughs> coffee, not not alcohol this time. So we're good. <laughs> yeah, we have to um, 
you know, take a break. It's it's only one thirty on a Tuesday although, today. I'll although, be good. Although this week doesn't seem to be so crazy, so that's exciting. These are going to be some fun stuff. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so this week our theme that we chose was theme parks. Woot woot woot. So. I covered theme parks that are still open that can still be visited and that I've actually physically been to in my lifetime. So those were the theme parks that I focused on. What about you? I went the opposite route and I went more for the abandoned ones, which I found a lot of cool pictures and it's so neat to watch something become abandoned and see all of nature take over it. So I went with a couple of those and I'm excited because I found some cool stuff. So I'm so excited for yours. Like the abandoned theme parks freaked me out so much. It just looks so creepy that you're like, oh my God. And there's the first one has a little bit of paranormal stuff, so that'll be fun, too. So I'm excited. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so I was saying to Jen before, I think we should popcorn this because we both have three um, theme parks. So I'm going to say, Jen, you go first with okay. your first abandoned one, and then I'll go, and then you'll go, and then we can freak out each other that way today. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love that. It. So I'm starting with Lake Shawnee. I don't know if you've heard of this. I think I have. Oh, my God. Tell- I was like, maybe Sam knows about this one. This, but this sounds one is the so one I'm familiar. The most excited about. Okay. So oh, my God. Tell me everything. I'm going to go a little bit of kind of back and forth. But we're starting with in the 1920s, Conley Sindow, he purchased the property. But he didn't realize that the property had a little bit of a dark past. So we're going to get into that dark past. So in the late 1700s, Mitchell Clay established the 800-acre farm. And he had 14 kids. I know it's normal, but it's one of those I was like, 14? What the frick? But That poor woman's vagina is a fucking (laughs) hallway now. So after they established the land, 1783, a Native American tribe came in, killed two of their kids, and kidnapped another one who they later just burned at the stake. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't like it. No, it's not I great. mean, at least they had 11 kids left to, like, you know, keep keep. At least we have one more. At least we have another one left. <laughs> like yeah well that was the reason to have so many kids back in the day that's true one so you had extra hands to work on the property and two to make sure you had enough kids to live like past seven yeah because that wasn't great in the yeah i mean antibiotics weren't invented until later so that was a shit show so if you go on and you look up the history of this because it's now um they, go, they do, like, tours yearly. They actually have the history of all of the names of the kids. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, it was... And, again, totally fine. I'm not saying don't have 14 kids. But at the same time, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. How do you... It's Christine, Justine, Pantene, Tankini, <laughs> Justin, Bustin, Bustin. Yeah, and you just... And you get to a point where you're like, how many names can I... No, you know what? They're all probably named after. They're all probably like mercy and virginity and like Jesus. calamity and like 
all those Puritan oh bullshit God. words, like, you know, faith, hope, pixie dust, like, <laughs> shit. Pixie dust. I love that. I don't know. I maybe that's, it. okay, that one might not be a Puritan name, but you, you get where I was going. I know what you're, I, I know where you're, so Mitchell was not happy about this, obviously, because even though you've got a couple of kids left, those might have been his favorites. Don't tell. Exactly. He went to track down the Native Americans with help yeah. from other people, and they ended up killing them in revenge. I okay. mean, that right. sucks. I mean, yeah. So now, prior to this incident, okay. um, the Shawnee tribe had the area and had access to it. Chief, his name is Cornstalk because it it um, translated into Cornstalk. Wait, this I, is the Indian chief translates yeah. into cornstalk. Okay. Yeah. Oh. This is before Mitchell's kids ended up dying because there's a little bit of a Native American history with this land. Okay. He actually, really cool guy, he opposed the European settlement west of the Ohio River. So he became an advocate of peace after the Battle of Point Pleasant, but he okay. was later murdered by American militiamen. Because... Okay. Yeah, that's just the timing. The next chief, Tikumsei, which translates to shooting star. I thought that was really cool. That's a good name. He became the chief of a multi-tribal confederacy. He recruited members from the southern U.S. And he just promoted the idea of tribal unity, which was really cool. I thought that was really neat. Um, both of those chiefs do have memorials on this particular land so if you ever do go okay. to a tour you can you know meet with mr cornstock and mr shooting star so knowing all the history or at least the murdering of the three kids and then the murdering of the other people in revenge we go back to the 1920s where sindow purchased the property and he was like you know what kind of want to make this space an amusement park again it's 800 Checks. acres it makes sense so he had circular swings, which I assume are the, again, the ones that, yeah, loop around. They had a water slide. Okay. A, a dance hall. Love that. A speakeasy because it was during Prohibition. Well, what else do you do at the theme park but get drunk and ride on right. rides and I mean, then throw up? I mean, that's the whole point. And then they had an added pond and a swimming hole. Okay. Um, so... A girl actually had died on the swings. Oh, no. A boy had drowned in the swimming hole. Don't so like that. So roughly in the history of the amusement park, six visitors died. Okay. That sucks. Right. After that time, it kind of was a really bad omen. Kind of shut the place down. So it was, it was left abandoned until 1966. Okay. So, so after that. Gaylord White bought the land because he thought it's got to instead of making it into an amusement park, I'm going to make it into neighborhoods. Now, he started to dig. During the dig, they unearthed bones and Native Fuck American off. artifacts. Stop it. Because the land was on top of a Native American burial ground. I would be shocked if it wasn't. <laughs> Holy However, shit. the skeletons belonged. It said that they belonged to kids 
And it was long before the settlers moved west. So it's kind of like what you were saying, where it's like you have a lot of kids because they end up dying. So they buried the kids. And, you know, it was just. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is before, like, the farm even got there, they're saying? Like, this is, like, an ancient burial ground? Is that what you're saying to me? Mm Yes. Okay. This is before the settlers got there. Now, after they unearthed a lot of the stuff, um, Mr. White was like, you know what? I'm good. So he just left it. Yep. He left it the way it was. And you know what? That's fair. Because you don't want to keep going. He's probably the smartest one we've heard so far. Yes. Just run away. So now because of all of the history, there's a little bit of paranormal that goes along with this theme park because they left everything the way it is. The place um, has attracted ghost hunters. So there have been ghost hunters who have gone. Um, It ranks as one of Travel Channel's most terrifying places in the U.S. Really? Mm -hmm. And one of 10 most haunted places in the world. Holy shit. Yes. Okay. So they sometimes tend to hear footsteps, mysterious chants, which I'm assuming is from Native American times. Yeah. And, of course, children laughing and wander and giggling no. kind of no i don't like that no no so now is this like all outside too like this is yes. like and um you did say that they were breaking ground for a new like neighborhood development are there still like rides and stuff from the old they left theme everything park? they left everything so that's the still they, like yep. so they didn't finish tearing all of that down nope once they got to the bones he was like you know what i don't need this i'm good no <laughs> fuck that road trip let's go I, I mean, it's not. I'm ready. I just How far could like it be? That far. No. What they also mentioned is that there was a time where, and what people have experienced, um, one of the swings moved on its own with no wind, nothing. It was just kind of oh, hanging no. there, and then it just, you know. Um, and then someone happened to get locked in the ticket booth, but the doors don't have locks on it. So that oh, no. was also kind of strange. Um, now. They have okay. tours throughout the year, so you can always go with their group, and they can take you around the, the place. In October, they call it the Dark Carnival, so that's when they have, like, their haunted walkthrough type of thing. So they do that with this place because, again, okay. all the rides are untouched. It looks very creepy based on the pictures because, again, everything is just left. Okay, so, yeah, sorry, that's, going. No, that's Lake Shawnee, so that's, uh, that's it. That's I... all we got love that but it just immediately when i look up like abandoned amusement parks the first one that pops up is like on an indian burial ground you're like of course absolutely of course so (laughs) oh oh my god all right so my first amusement park is hershey park in hershey pennsylvania um it was founded in 1906 and it was actually first created just as a form of entertainment and relaxation for the Hershey Corporation employees and their families. So it wasn't like an open amusement park to everybody. It was just people who worked for the Hershey company. Okay. That um, makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Super fun. And me and, well, Ken's family goes there every single year. They have a really big swap meet for like cars and old cars. So we go there and we're a vendor every year in October and mm-hmm. I used to go here as a kid all the time. So, um, what Hershey Park thing would not be complete without having Milton Hershey? You don't actually see him. He's very rarely seen, but you smell his cigars 
like because you used to smoke cigars. Huh. So you can smell as you're walking through the park. A lot of times the security guards at the end of the night, like when they're just checking everything, they'll be walking around and just get a whiff of cigar smoke and be like, huh. "Ooh, where did that come from? Because it's at night. Again, it's a it's an open park. It's huge. Right. Um, the next thing is the carousel. First off. Did you know that there was a you in Carousel? Because I did not know that until I, I started did. doing these notes. And I'm like, that's not how you spell Carousel, but it really is. It's It looks weird. Like, <laughs> the does. English language is crazy because you're like, that doesn't belong there. And, like, yeah. there it is. Yeah. I before E, except whenever we don't want that to happen. Right. So, okay. Um, as of 2014, this is the third merry-go-round or carousel that Hershey Park has had. They like, did you realize that like theme parks like switch rides around with each other and just rename them and like they just move them all around? I didn't think about it, but that makes like, complete sense. But like, I didn't think about it. I never thought about it until this because like some of these carousels have moved like park to park to park for years. Like it's crazy. Wow. I didn't really look into the other two carousels. This is the third one. Um, this is considered one of the spookiest places in the park all year round. So because, you know, Hershey Ooh. Park does their Halloween haunted nights, whatever they do, like all year round, this is one of the most haunted places. Um, since its installation, employees have seen the carousel's lights turn on and off by themselves. The ride will eerily start to turn without anybody nearby. The music comes on with its Wurlitzer organ. And nope, begins, no. yeah, you can like hear it all through the park too because the no, park's closed. So so there's no other oh noise. So you just hear no. like this organ music Um, and there is no operator on the ride. So nobody's on the ride. Nobody's near the ride. Nobody's running the ride. And they just, you know, you can hear the music start from the other side of the park. Like, oh, there goes the carousel again and the park is closed. Jesus, I don't like that. Mm-mm. There's one story of a security guard who was doing his round, shutting down the park, making sure everything was good when he noticed the lights of the carousel turned on. So he started to walk over there and just see what's up. And then the lights flip back off. So they're like, okay. So he went to turn back and the lights turned back on. So as he turned around and looked at the you know the carousel he actually saw a shadow figure where like the operator should be for the ride so he started walking towards the ride going hey you know the park's closed you're not supposed to be here and he saw the shadow figure turn and run off but he ran off into a part where there's like a wall like there's nowhere to go oh don't like so so the guy took off after the shadow figure going what the fuck and by the time he got to i'm assuming it's like how they have like wooded fences like where you're not supposed to go like behind the rides and stuff so like the guy's running to go catch this guy and when he hits like where the wall is there's nowhere else for this guy to have gone or to be because there's a ride there's a ride there's like trees and shit there's nowhere for a human to go and he just went Mm -hmm. nope and um he was done nobody could identify who this like ghost operator was um and no one knows the actual full history of this exact carousel because they bought it secondhand in the 40s right so isn't that nuts don't like it I guess, like, you wouldn't ask, like, when you're getting a carousel from somewhere else, you wouldn't be like, hey, so uh, what's the deal with this guy? But 
yeah. Would you really think about it even? I like, w- yeah, that's the thing. I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't think about it. And then once creepy shit started to happen, you're like, oh. Yeah. No takes back. So you can you keep it. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. No. Don't want that. You back. keep it. I don't want it. <laughs> okay. So the next part of the grounds that's haunted. It's not really there anymore. Like even now, it's called the lighthouse. So the lighthouse was the second swimming pool of the Hershey Park complex from 1928 to 71. So about 43 years, they had like this big pool, and it was like boardwalk themed, and it had a lighthouse like on a rock and then there was like the big pool around this lighthouse like that was this cool thing it was cute that's cute and there are pictures on the drive so you can see all this um when the pool was operational you know kids drowned because kids don't listen so um several children drowned i don't have an actual number but we do have confirmed deaths in the pool Mm -hmm. um Apparitions of spirits wearing old-fashioned swimwear have been spotted in and around the lighthouse area up until 2019 when the structure was removed for the new Chocolate Town area. Oh, no. Um, It is unclear if the hauntings have continued since the removal of the lighthouse. So if you've ever been to Hershey Park, as you're walking up to the actual theme park, they have something called Chocolate World, and it's on your right side. And really, it's just like a humongous store. But, like, if you're looking at this building, it's kind of behind it and to the right. So if you go, like, to the right of the building and kind of go behind, that's where the um, lighthouse used to be. But now they've expanded the park to take up that so it kind of hugs the Chocolate World building. And now it's, like, a little kid section of the park. And there's a Hershey Kiss Fountain, like, maybe 30 feet from where the lighthouse used to be so now a lot of people have been like looking around there because you still have the water source or something that's like affiliated in the same area so there really haven't been any reports that the kids are still there but like when they were there you know you'd hear giggling again you'd see the apparitions Mm -hmm. you'd hear the footprints you'd hear splashing and screaming from the pool and all that good stuff i don't know there were not there was something else there Okay, the next thing is the Super Duper Looper Roller Coaster. Okay, so in July 4th in 1977, Hershey Park added the Super Duper Looper Roller Coaster, and it had crazy ridiculous issues from the get. Um, so mechanical failures, um, they stranded some passengers on one of their first or second rides, and it was all like the CEOs and big leagues of Hershey's. So like they got Great. stuck on the ride and they had to get taken off and walk down like you know all those tiny stairs. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, that that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So a little over a month after the ride opened on August twenty fifth, William Harder, who was a sixteen year old like intern. So he was working in the park as a maintenance man, but it was part of like a vocational program. And he had a terrible accident while working on the magnetic controls that stop the train for this ride. So he's working on it and he was standing in between the rails with his back to the train because, you know, the train's not supposed to be on. And the train started moving. It ran him down and killed, like, ran him down and killed him instantly. Okay, so since then, overnight security, maintenance, and other employees have reported seeing a shadowy figure, the shape and size of a young man, stand or walking along the rails of the coaster. I don't like it. Okay. And then, yeah. 
So uh, finally for Hershey Park, we have the boardwalk, which is like their water park. So they got rid of like the pool, okay. like the hotels still have their pool, like the Hershey Lodge and all that. They have different pools. But like they took the pool out of the amusement park. So in the 70s, when Hershey was making this big expansion push, they started to purchase up private land and homes so that they can expand. Um, one older woman was like, no, I don't want to sell my home, but she felt like really pressured and she really didn't have a choice. You know, she was older. So instead of selling her home, she completed suicide in the attic. Oh, jeez. Um, this is not, this is like an alleged story. I tried to find any sort of article to make this fact, but I, I can't. So I'm going to call this an alleged thing, but now... Where that house used to stand, but, like, in the water park, um, it's, like, shops. So I, I don't know if it's, like, a candy shop or, a like, a general store type shop. But it is definitely a two-story building, and employees have heard um, rustling, footsteps, crying, screaming, moaning, wailing, all the terrible things coming from the upper level of the building. Oh, the legend is there. Yeah. Um, so... That is all the craziness at Hershey Park. Huh. Don't love that. Mm. No. And I guess, don't like, when it. you think of, like, amusement parks, you usually don't think about uh, creepy and paranormal stuff going on. I, I don't know. Again, there's so many people there all the time, so you're always like, huh. Yeah, That's it always has a lot of, like, buzzy energy. Yeah. But even then, like, if you think about theme parks in general the whole thing is that they're supposed to um create like those moments for you like that like right. oh my stomach dropped out or i'm having the best time of my life so i'm kind of surprised you don't see more haunted that makes sense. parks and yeah. attractions you know because I, I can understand so okay. my next one is out of the u.s so i went a little bit out of the box on this one it's um Pripyat amusement park in the ukraine Again, abandoned, but so it was actually constructed under the Soviet Union as a park for culture and rest. So that was the goal. It was set to open May 1st, 1986. However, their opening date was canceled April 26th because that happened to be the same time the Chernobyl disaster happened. Where? Oh, shit. Yeah, the nuclear power plant explosion miles away. So it wasn't right near the the park, but at the same time, it was close enough that they were like, you know, maybe we shouldn't open this place. It has been said, based on a couple of sources that I looked into, it did open briefly April 27th before the city was evacuated. So it was kind of like a distraction for people. But it immediately closed because they're like, hey, there's a lot of radiation around here. <laughs> radiation. So you should get the fuck out. So Yeah, so, maybe we don't need a yeah. fourth, you know, arm, leg, exactly. eye. We don't need that. Radiation levels, if you go there, it varies because liquidators washed radiation into the soil after the helicopters carrying radioactive material used the ground as a landing strip. So... A lot the of that fuck? area, yeah. So a lot of that area is radioactive, um, oh, okay. with a lot of radiation. So not really great. Um, it it again, 
never really opened officially because it was supposed to open May 1st. They opened it very briefly, like only for a few hours, the 27th, before they were like, we need to evacuate the city. So everything is just left. And it's very unsettling when you look at the pictures because it's just like everyone, again, just up and left. And that's... Oh, my God. It's very unsettling. Um, now, the concrete areas are a little bit less radiation, and but okay. the mossy areas around that area can be highly radioactive. So if, again, you happen to go in, it's still there. It's just a matter of, like, be careful where you step. So Ew. Yeah, it's just the pictures were so haunting when I looked at it because it literally the trees just took over the Ferris wheel. um, And it's just and I think someone put like a creepy doll in one of the the circular swings. And I'm like, why would you do this? Don't do that. Again, I don't think anybody's wanted to touch it since because of the fact that there's so much uh, radiation in the ground. But I just thought it was very eerie and that's the reason why i was like huh interesting never really opened officially and it's just eerie so, oh my god those yeah. poor rides yeah. they're all alone so, so they're all alone <laughs> again oh i don't god. know if there's any um because because of the radiation people don't go there because i i so i wasn't thinking about like paranormal or anything like that but it's just yeah. very eerie that's creepy yeah yeah oh i don't like it that was quick but it was yeah that's a good one okay, so my next one is cedar park or i'm sorry cedar point in sandusky ohio okay um it was opened in 1870 it is the second oldest theme park in the united states right now and it's also known as america's roller coast it's not a coast but okay i'll yeah. go with it um okay so we have another carousel so in frontier Great. town there's a carousel it didn't originate in Ohio. It was actually from Michigan near Lake Lansing. The locals believe that Al Capone used to torture people on the carousel and then dump their bodies into the lake, which Great. is where our haunting actually begins. Wonderful. I love Great. that. <laughs> a ghostly woman can sometimes be encountered riding a military horse on the carousel located in Frontier Town before it was removed. So, all right. The carousel here has actually been moved. So it's thought that the woman who is on this carousel is the wife of the man who carved all the horses. And according to the legend, he caught her cheating on him with a jockey while he was carving out all these horses. So supposedly he shot and killed the wife and the jockey after discovering their affair. And um, a couple versions of the legend say that he like chopped them up and put them in the horses that he was carving for. Oh my god, that's so the gross. carousel. I don't like it at all? Blech. I don't think uh. it's true. <laughs> I think it's just part of the legend. But that's gross. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it says that his wife remains inside the carousel horse and that she returns to ride the horse at midnight during each full moon. So that's a little too on the nose. But yeah, yeah. During special events when the park was open at midnight during a full moon, some riders have reported that they could feel the horse moving as they rode the ride or as they exited the ride as though the horse was breathing, shuddering, or would try to bite their leg. Could you imagine riding like a wooden horse and feeling like it's breathing underneath you while it's going? 
it's like a I Toy Story it. thing. Like you're like the things yes. come to life, and you're like, no, Oof. I'm okay with. I'm alright with that. Mm-hmm. While the carousel was still in the park, employees often reported hearing music from the carousel at night, observing the carousel spinning backwards. They also reported leaving the carousel at night, and then when they returned. The horses were in different positions than where they were the night before when they left. So that means that it turned somebody, on at some point yeah, or somebody was fucking with oh it. Oh, my God. Um, There was once a black horse on the carousel. So this is that military horse that we were talking about before that the woman okay. in white drives on with bones carved into its mane. And the image of the jockey was carved into the saddle of another horse on the carousel. So there are bones carved into the mane of like the black military okay. horse. And then there's another mm-hmm. horse that has like a jockey carved into the saddle. Okay, so these are the two horses that have long been linked to mysterious occurrences. The original carousel, so this exact carousel, was moved to Dorney Park in Pennsylvania in 95. But the military horse was removed from the carousel and is currently on display in the Frontier Town Museum. Dorney Park itself stated that some of their associates have seen the carousel's lights turn on and off or have heard the organ start playing right after the ride has closed for the night. So it's not as bad as it was in in right. um, Cedar Point, but it's still not great. It's still not great. Yeah. So let's have a quick talk about Town Hall Museum in Frontier Town because that's where the black military horse is. Yeah. Oh, no. So now this is actually haunted, they figure, because of this horse. Um, The Town Hall Museum showcases an extensive collection of Cedar Point memorabilia, photos, maps, posters, arcade machines, as well as carousel horses. You get your average cold spots, unsourced sounds, giggling, footsteps. Um, And all of this started in the museum when they moved the horse in there. Was there a reason why they moved the horse, like removed him, or was it just a, a creative choice? You know, I didn't really see, like, what the thought process was to keep that specific horse. I would mm-hmm. say it's because of all the legend around it. I would think that. I, I mean, it was a pretty famous ho- – like, it was a pretty famous feature of the park that people would talk about and go specifically yeah. to visit. So, so that's why they removed it from the carousel to I'm begin gonna, with? I, mean, I think that's I why they removed sense. it before they left. Plus, because how many carousels really have a black – like a full black horse. That you can true. see a picture of it on our website, but like usually they're like happier, like white. They're not really military centric. They're that's true. You know, that's fluffy true. Mary Poppins horses. You know. Yeah. No, that's true. So now we're gonna go to CJ's Provisions. So this is like a little food shop. Okay. Um, many visitors, so actual customers, people at the theme park have reported strange things happening near cj's provisions on the frontier trail so this is all in the same part of the park too employees have reported seeing shadowy figures walk past the door before the park opens for the season so like nobody's there and you know what that kind of honestly makes sense what if this ghost is just nervous around people and likes when the park is empty because then it's their own time you know 
Employees also report feeling a presence in or near this stand when they are alone. According to the legend, the spirit of a young woman often walks up and down the frontier trail looking for her boyfriend or husband, depending on, like, you know, which version of the story. No one knows who she is or why she stays confined to this area of the park. And I really couldn't find, like this story they're talking about you know which version of the story right like like the story is that the girl was either looking for her boyfriend or her husband and that's your story like okay maybe it's whatever park lore yeah or maybe somebody's just trying to come up with a story for why there's a a shadow figure walking around it could Um, be too yeah, one anonymous employee of CJ's provision during the 2003 season had reported that when they would leave a sponge in the sink of the fudge area and walk away, the sponge would disappear by the time they returned. Sometimes the sponge reappears in the same place that you left it or like somewhere else in the stand. Like you'll just open a cabinet and there's the sponge and you know you didn't leave it there. Hmm. And it really likes to fuck with you when there's only one person working in the stand. Like, you know, if there's two people, sometimes it does, like, it tries to confuse you. But really, if there's only one person, like, you know, you'll put the sponge in the sink and then you turn around and you come back to go get the sponge and it's, like, gone. And you're like, I'm the only fucking human here. Like, what are you doing? It makes sense. Like, when you're by yourself, your emotions already are all, like, on high alert. So that's crazy. That's. Yeah. Especially, like, when you're working and you already think it's, like, a haunted thing. Um, so those that's Cedar Point. Huh. <laughs> that's the ghosties of Cedar I, Point. Yeah. yeah. I it's it's always a carousel, it seems. That's funny. Yes, carousels are like crazy. I don't understand. So my last theme park is Gulliver's Kingdom. Gulliver. Gulliver's like, Kingdom in Japan. And it was inspired by Gulliver Gulliver's, Gulliver's Travels. Travels. Okay. By Jonathan it's Swift. A hard word. Words yeah. are hard. Gulliver. I said it and I was like, Gulliver. Okay. It opened in 1997. So this isn't like that far off. Um, it's not open anymore, obviously. It's it's abandoned. But the whole point of the theme park was it was intended to boost the economy because at that point, Japan's economy wasn't really doing so great. So they were mm-hmm. hoping that by making this particular theme park, it would also gain employment and all of that. Um, so the bank did give them a $350 million loan to build this particular theme park. Hot damn. Let's build a yes. theme park. Um, however, the bank that they got the loan from ended up collapsing. So they ended up not having the money to cover the loan. It didn't make enough money to pay back the loan. So there was just a whole, like, it just. That sounds shitty. Out. And also, yeah. the, it didn't really provide any permanent employment anyway. So in October 2001, it shut down completely. Okay. So four years. That's so not that far. Yeah. The crazy thing about this park is well, there's a bunch of crazy things around it, but. It's so weird when you look at the pictures on the website. You're not really sure who this park was intended for because you're like, who likes Gulliver's Travels so much that they're going to make this this theme park? There were really no rides. Um, there is a bobsled track, which very I don't remember niche. that in Gulliver's Travels. Yeah, and it's a very niche activity. So you're like... Okay. Oh. Um, there was a luge course. That's another like Olympic thing, isn't it? The luge. 
Yeah, yeah. no. Why are we doing that? It are they just trying? Is this cer- this wasn't a theme park. This was a training spot for the this, Olympians. This I'm was something bullshit. that I don't know who went. Oh, this is going to boost the economy because you have two things that are again very odd that people aren't going to go there for. And the biggest thing in the middle of the park is a huge 147.5 foot statue of Gulliver tied to the ground just like in the novel but why like it doesn't make any damn sense (laughs) why (laughs) i can tell you i cannot wait to not go here could you imagine (laughs) okay we're doing our america our english lit for the year um let's read gulliver's travels and then we're gonna go to this theme theme park park that has nothing to do with the book except for a statue in the middle of it hello it's such a weird thing so like when you look at it too you're like because you can again still go in there it's it's not around now but at the very least the statue's still there and i was gonna say is the statue there it's all graffitied and people take pictures with it all the time it's just such a weird theme for an amusement park like why would this be the the one you went with it just i don't get it this is just the last part and there's a possibility now again the theme park obviously didn't make back its money nowhere close to its money um but there's another idea why it failed because of the neighboring areas. So we've heard of because Jake and Logan Paul are freaking assholes of the suicide like forest that. in Japan. No, I was so angry at them. So I was it's so angry. It's, so this theme park is neighboring that area. <gasps> no. So oh my it's gosh. kind of like bad. Like, Choo-choo. like, why would you do that? On the other side of them. Is the Kamakusushi village. Um, it is the location of a doomsday cult. Also, what the fuck? Yeah. Also, it's the headquarters of a nerve gas production facility. What? Yeah. Throw in a Scientology temple and you've just got exactly. the fucking perfect area for like the end of the world what are you thinking why would i go there yeah no i have to agree i'm not going there yeah and the the cult has again i'm i'm not entirely sure if it's still to this day like a doomsday cult like meeting headquarters but the cult that was the time frame for this they did carry out gas attacks that killed 19 people during that time so you've got a crazy surrounding why would you do this here. I don't like it. That was also part of the reason why they were like, well, clearly it was a, a poor business decision as it was. But on top of that, you have the suicide forest on one side and then you have the doomsday cult on the other. Like, it's just why would you go there? So this was just such a weird one. And um, so that's why I picked this one. Yeah, that too, is weird. Like, that's weird. And the location is like, why would yeah. you do that? I, so my final park that I'm covering is Disney World slash Disneyland. And this is one like, I I don't know, who, who knows, but I am absolutely obsessed with Disney. I love Disney. I would be considered a Disney adult in my like off time. So this this just tickled me a lot to do. Um, and Ken was not happy when I told him half of this shit. So 
<laughs> Ken refuses to stay anywhere haunted. He'll go with me certain places, but like we went to Salem and he told me I had to find somewhere that wasn't haunted for us to stay. I'm like, we're going to Salem. How am I supposed to do that? But okay. Um, all right. So first thing we're going to do is Main Street USA in Disneyland. People often claim to see a woman in white on Main Street. She's said to be dressed in 19th century clothes that are all white, obviously. And um, she's known to lead lost children back to the daycare center so that, you know, they can be reunited with their parents. Um, So she's considered one of the good ghosts lurking in Disney. Um, Many also claim that they see Walt Disney he has his office over the fire station like that was his actual office and now they've furnished it and you can like stay in there remember a couple years ago like you can get a night in the castle or a night in walt disney's like apartment oh okay yeah i think I so okay so walt disney's apartment is the same thing as like the room in cinderella castle at walt disney world so usually they like auction those off or whatever you can stay in those so behind the apartment whenever disney was there he would always leave the light on so there would be times he would stay in his little apartment in the park and so security would know he was there he would leave the light on in the window so when walt finally passed away like they leave that light on all the time to show that he's always in the park oh okay like it's like a little memorable thing for him yeah but there have been times where like they they would shut it off and the light would turn itself right back on. And be like, no, he's okay. still here. He's no. not going anywhere. <laughs> so now there's the Haunted Mansion. And this, honestly, I haven't heard anything about it being haunted, haunted. However, this is the number one place in the park where people who are trying to, like, put out their family's remains, like cremains, like ashes and stuff, they'll drop them in the Haunted Mansion. Why? Because they have room for a thousand souls, and there's only nine hundred and ninety nine, so there's always room for one more. Like, get it? Oh, so people. But I still, uh... yeah. So the haunted mansion is like one of the top places for people to drop their like family's remains. And Disney's like, please stop doing this. We go in every (laughs) single night. They go in every night, and they have to vacuum up the ashes oh they have to like God. clean all that up so really all you're doing is making the attraction dirty your loved ones don't stay there they get vacuumed up They're and thrown vacuumed. away <laughs> so like don't do that um a lot of people they'll drop their remains in like different waterways at the park or like in the flower beds like it's like a big thing where people are like, yeah, no, we want to be, we want to remain spread around Disney. At one point, my mom's like, yeah, just put me in your pockets as you're walking around. Drop me here and there throughout <laughs> the parks. And I'm like, mom, I'm not doing that. I'm not getting kicked out of Disney World I for love you. I that idea, though. But she's like, could you just put me in the Yeah, everywhere you go, just drop a little bit. You know, they can't vacuum the whole of me up. Something will stay there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I love that Only my mother. I love it. Okay. So that is everything I have about the Haunted Mansion and my PSA to stop leaving your dead people's cremains in Disney World land. I just think it's so weird. That's so weird. Yeah. sorry. So there's that. Pirates of the Caribbean. So the original Pirates in Disneyland was decorated with actual human remains. So, like, I have a picture of it, too. Um, 
they've taken out a lot of the bones now. Like, they've replaced them with, like, prop bones. But um, there's still, like, a skull on the wall of the Disneyland one, and that's an actual skull. Like, that's a human skull. Um, but why? But why? Because but back why? in the day, it's the same thing with Poltergeist, like, the movie Poltergeist. Like, back in the day, they didn't make bones. They just got dead bodies and used the bones. Like, that's that was a this common practice. This is giving practice. me, like, H.H. Holmes vibes. And weird, right? right? In Disneyland. I don't like that. Um, another thing is, have you met George? So George was a construction worker who was working on the ride, the Disneyland Pirates of the Caribbean. He was possibly welding and fell to his death, or he was crushed by a falling beam. So there's no documentation because you know it's happened so long ago right but since the day the ride opened it's been plagued with mysterious breakdowns and uncanny happenings so they've named the mischievous spirit george um and he loves to wreak havoc doors open by themselves and people claim to feel tugs or taps and then there are cold spots the control room gets calls with no one on the other end. So you know how like at different points of the ride you see cell like phones that the people can pick up if there's something going on? Right. Have you noticed that? Well, then they all go to that control. So when you're going into the ride, have you been on Pirates of the Caribbean before? That might be a dumb question. I but... haven't been, no. Okay. So you get in your little boat and like ahead of you is like the water where you're going to go. And usually there's like an opening. And above that opening, you'll see a little window and that's the control room. So everything for that okay. ride goes to that room so now that it's disney there's like video cameras so they can see anything and everything that you're doing again stop putting your dead people in the dark rides at disney world they're not gonna stay they're gonna get vacuumed up and thrown away in the garbage anyway um all of the video feed and everything goes to this room if anything goes wrong with it on the ride something flashes in the room so they know and they can fix it and they can do whatever so there are certain points throughout the ride or any ride really and you'll see like a phone like a hardwired phone and that is hardwired to go directly to this control room so in the control room they get calls with no one on the other end glowing orbs have been caught on film so like as they're watching the ride they can see these orbs going by the ride glitches in different rate ways some are minor some are pretty serious they say george's initials are carved in the bottom of the tall window tower also known as george's tower that bleed through the paint every time they update the ride and the light on that tower um goes on and off like sometimes the lights that are so hmm. when you're going through the ride this is where i believe it's like all like fire so like they're burning down so the whole theme of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is that the pirates came into this little town and they started to pillage it. So, you know, they go through and you see their, um, well, at first it was that they were auctioning off women. So, like, that's all gone now because, you know, that's not really a great part of history and we have to get rid of history. <laughs> um, so there's that. They have the pirates being chased by townspeople or they're chasing townspeople. And then as you go through the ride, they start to burn down the town. So this tower is on fire that they're talking about. This tower is on fire. And supposedly, you know, that's where he fell or the beam fell on him, like was where this tower is. And okay. he supposedly, before he died, carved his name or his initials into this tower. And now when you go to paint over this tower... Like when they refurb the ride, okay. you still see the carved in initials. 
Um, and then there's a small door behind the dock. So at the very end of the ride, when you come around the corner, you see like three or four pirates in a jail cell. And then there's a dog with like the big keys in his mouth. And they're like, come here, pooch, give me it. And they have like a Mm -hmm. turkey bone, like, hey, come get it. And behind him is a wooden door. Well, that door is known as George's door. And it has to be kept closed at all times because if it's not, you'll hear the door like slam in the middle of the ride. Like, if they leave it, the door slams shut. And then the ride will break down because, you know, they left the door open and George is pissed. Oh, my God. So, yeah. To keep their supernatural co-worker appeased with any breakdowns, the cast members have to say, hello, George, over the PA every night and goodbye, George, um, every night before they leave. And they have to make sure the door is shut because if it's not the next day they'll have like terrible problems with the ride and they'll have to shut it down interesting interesting yeah in liberty square and i'm pretty sure this one's in disney world there's a creepy little doll in the window of a building in liberty square market it's like behind a wheelbarrow and it's by a cellar door um and multiple guests and cast members have said that they've seen the doll move in the window I don't like it. I don't like the creepy dolls. Um, The Matterhorn in Disneyland. Many workers have claimed it to be haunted after a woman known as Dolly died on the ride in 1984. The area where the woman fell from the ride and died is known as Dolly's Dip. Workers often (laughs) claim to feel a presence in the area where she died. One Matterhorn worker said in the six years they worked the ride, they never saw the lights working in an area known as Dolly's Dip. They always seem to burn out. So, like, they'll change the lights in this one spot and they just right, burn out no matter what. Out. Yeah. Huh. Um, there's a guest that died on Space Mountain in, ni- in the 1970s. Um, and a cast member will tell you the ghost will grab an empty seat on the ride. So on Space Mountain, it's usually two. I think it's two people. So it's like one in front of the other in each little car. And, like, people feel, like, somebody grabbing onto their, like, from the seat behind them. But you really Mm-mm. shouldn't be able to grab because of how you're seated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Um, in 2005, a four-year-old boy died on Mission Space in Epcot. Cast members claimed to feel cold spots there. And the door, the shuttle doors close and open at the wrong times. Huh. Tower of Terror, a bellhop cast member reportedly dropped dead of a heart attack at the Tower of Terror in Disney's Hollywood Studios while getting guests on a ride. His ghost haunts the ride still. Cast members will not ride Platform D elevator alone because the lights flicker and he appears. So like at night or when they have to test the ride, they will not test, like a cast member will not go on Platform B. They'll test the other ones and be like, yeah, no, we tested the ride. Um, strange things occur, especially on the platform where he died. Lights go on and off. The ride freezes at the end of the day when they do their nightly checks. Cast members have felt cold spots, heard moaning, have heard footsteps. People have claimed to catch sight of a ghost in the entrance of the attraction. However, when they try to look directly at it, the ghost disappears. Um, and finally, we're going to talk about Spaceship Earth. Keep your eyes peeled for a little blonde girl that loves to ride on one of the cars, but they don't tell you specifically which car. The little girl also has a companion, and there is a little ghost boy who's often seen with her and will wave at you. 
are, I mean, that one's kind of more like it's a. Uh, I want to know where they came from. Like, I couldn't yeah. figure out where two kids. Like, I didn't see anything about two kids dying on Spaceship Earth. And just so you know, Spaceship Earth, when you're walking in Epcot, that big ball. That's, yeah. That's a ride. It's called Spaceship Earth. And like, oh, you go okay. through it. And it like takes you through. Basically, like you go up. And then it takes you back down. It's not like a fast ride. It's a slow ride. And it gives you like the history of communication. So like from word of like word of mouth stories to writing on walls to write like hieroglyphics and the development of language and communication and shit like that. That's interesting that there would be kids on that. That's like. Yeah, I don't get it. And they don't tell you which specific little seat because there's like a Mm. seat. And they don't tell you which one, which is annoying. But that is Disneyland and Disney World. Awesome. Yeah. So I have learned don't go on carousels. It ain't worth it. No, the carousel thing is just, it seems like it's a theme. Yeah. And don't turn your back to a roller coaster track, even if you're working on it and it's supposed to be off. I (laughs) I will not do that. I literally like when you're telling it, I'm like, I know exactly what's gonna happen, and I don't, I don't like this. Yeah, I th- that's probably uh, where they got the idea for what is that movie? Final Destination. Doesn't one of those? Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, that's where that came from. I put money yeah. down. That's my bet. Probably. Oh my yeah. god, that's crazy. So I can't wait for it to get warm so we can go to a theme park. <laughs> I know. I mean, as only long a couple as months, we can go to Six Flags up in New England. Oh yeah, that one's nice. I like that one. It doesn't have any dead people's ashes or anything, so like, it might. Weird. We didn't. I didn't Google them. It's so <laughs> weird. That's such a weird thing. Like, why would you? I don't. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why you would think. Mm, I can't wait to put my, you know, dad's ashes over here. Over here in the in a theme like, park. It's, it's Some just kid's going to be eating thing. ice cream with, like, a dead guy's, like, dust on the ground. I'm not okay with that. Mm-mm. No, no thanks. I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. Well, we hope you liked well, this fun. episode. Um, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on our social media at Death Before Booze Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. When you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it really helps to get our name out there. So please make sure yeah. you're doing that. If you have a different platform that you like to listen to your podcasts on and you want us to start being on that platform, let us know. Uh, make sure you visit our website. You can find our Patreon and our merch page there. And make sure you're still sending in your creepy, scary stories so we can do our listener episodes that we're looking to do. And that would be at Death Before Booze, B-O-O-S, at gmail.com. Yeah. So that awesome. is exciting. Thanks that was so fun. much. Thank you. Bye. Stay spooky, guys. <laughs>